0: joining me today and welcome to the spiritual warrior coach podcast i am your host barbara savin and i am here to help you reclaim your power your energy and your authentic self i am a certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist reiki master and teacher energy healing specialist life coach and best-selling author of gentle energy touch the beginner's guide to hands-on healing Because one day, the world will tap you on your shoulder and say, this is your time to shine. And speaking about shining, boy, I'm bringing on my guest right now, Beverly Porkovsky. How are you, sweetie? I'm doing great. Ah, So let me tell my listeners a little bit about you. Beverly is a master Reiki healer and gentle energy touch healer. She specializes in distant healing, and she has been practicing since the early 2012. And Beverly is also the author of her first book entitled, An Amazing Journey with the Divine, A Reiki Energy Healer's First Hand Experience with Miracles in Healing, which was published in January of 2019. And Beverly also earned a Bachelor of Science degree in psychology and has studied naturopathic medicine. Ah, oh, I am so happy you're here. You have no idea. Finally, uh, right? I'm thrilled. Thank you for having me. Uh, so we know each other for how many years? Since 2009. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That long. Yep, that long. It's, it's, boy, time really flies, doesn't it? It really has. Wow, since two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. gee whiz! I mean that—that's a long—that's a, a long time. And I think I came here in two thousand seven. Yes, so, so I saw you shortly after that. Right, right. I yeah. found you. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> so let let me ask you a question. You know, can you tell my listeners a little bit about your background and 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 how you became interested in, I guess, in doing energy healing.
1: Well, um, I found Barbara uh, through a recommendation. Um, I had gone through a series of um, medical um, experiences that were um, not quite optimal, a little bit unfortunate, and uh, nothing was really working to help with uh, healing with the traumas. And um, so uh, a doc recommended uh, Barbara to me to try energy healing and the rest was history it was the only thing that could heal my medical traumas and later on in life I had experienced some more and of course I turned to my at that point I was certified and I turned to myself to self-heal and I turned to Barbara and um yes it's it's been quite amazing since I I found uh energy healing and Barbara attuned me
0: So uh, uh, were a lot of your challenges gone or? uh, Yes.
1: Oh yes, they're they're completely healed. They're completely healed.
0: Yes. How long did that take to- uh, Well,
1: it it depended. Um, I I tend to, I think I've signed on for uh, gradual healing. Um, And then when I I became attuned by you, Barbara, my healings uh, right away became immediate for my clients. Unfortunately for me, I take the gradual route. (laughs) (laughs) but i get there um and my clients have been very very fortunate to have had immediate healings dramatic healings and that's why i was prompted
0: to write my amazing journey with the divine journey so so first we we you came to me as a client Mm -hmm. and then i i know we worked together you know Mm -hmm. to really try to help you for quite many for quite a while yeah and then um I don't feel, at the time, you didn't know that you were a healer. I had no idea, none
1: whatsoever. And then when you suggested to self-heal me or to teach me to Mm self-heal, I started um, having experiences during the self-healing where I felt myself trying to leave my body and I had to pull myself back. And Mm -hmm. then when I started, I think a month or two later, you certified me to heal others. And when I would attempt to do a healing on another person, I would have the same experience where my soul would try to leave my body and I'd have to pull it back and ground myself. And that was in the beginning when I was a newbie healer. So I had to kind of, and this whole journey has been learning as I go, basically, Mm -hmm. you know, in addition to what you taught me,
0: uh, I had to learn as I went. Oh yeah. Well, that's, it's like anything else. The more we practice with it and do healing on ourselves and others, the more we learn. Yes, and boy, did I learn. <laughs> I know, you did, <laughs> big time. <laughs> yes. And actually, you've done a few healings on me, so. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and, and that's when you know that your teacher trusts you. Oh, absolutely. And it was quite, quite an
1: honor, and, and I think even you were surprised once when your healing came from the neck up or the head down, and, or no, it was the neck up, and you're like, wait a minute. you know they're supposed to go from the head down but you never know what's going to happen in the healing
0: no you you never know because we're not the ones doing it it's our angels and god and the guides and and all of them helping us so uh which is that in itself is a a beautiful feeling so when when you did healing on yourself right because you did do healing on yourself what were you experiencing
1: uh well well again kind of the out of body uh you know transcend transcendental experience um, um and then also of course the tingling the electricity going through from my head my crown chakras through my heart into my hands onto the parts that i was trying to heal um, the uh, serene peace the calm uh, the, uh, the anxiety leaving depression leaving um body parts actually i had wrecked my knee on my grandbaby's uh, bounce house Oh Literally, I came home and my leg was behind me. I could not get my knee to work, okay? Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is COVID. I can't go to a hospital. What am I going to do? And of course, my intuition said, put your hands on your knee, okay? So I put my hands on my knee and lo and behold, within a few, now less than five minutes, I was walking normally again.
0: I mean, that's a miracle in itself.
1: Yeah, because I'm like, how am I going to go to a hospital in the middle of COVID without antibodies because I only had one vaccine and they waned and I couldn't have another one because I had an injury. So I'm like, I'm really in trouble
0: here. And my guide said, put your hands on your knees." <laughs> Isn't it amazing that they tell us to do healing on ourselves? Yes, it's, it's quite amazing.
1: And you have to remember that because, as you know, as a healer, you're always caring for other people and you have to remember to care for yourself.
0: Amen. Because I even forget.
1: Yeah, you forget because yeah, you're forget. that's you're a healer. So you, you know, you you're you're toward your empathy is towards the outward. And you forget to do that for yourself.
0: To go inward. Now now do you feel that your life has changed ever since you, bec- you became a healer? Oh
1: dramatically. I have, oh my gosh. Well that's why I wrote my amazing journey with the divine. I know. We're gonna
0: get into that soon. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, how did it, in, in what way did it change? What, what well, I became closer to the source
1: and the, the creator, God, um, the divine, um, I, I, that at my BFF has said to me, Bev, it's the fabric of your being. And yeah. that's how, yes. And, and, and then when I have these miraculous healings, I, every single one elevates me to such a high vibration that I just want a happy dance. I happy dance for days. <laughs> and the joy that it brings me is like almost bringing, you know, a baby, a, a grandbaby or a baby into the world. And, and it's just come comparable to that for me.
0: It's, it's a beautiful feeling when yeah. we can help ourselves and help others. There's no yes. doubt. <laughs> to know. serve. And, yeah, to serve. Because uh, I, I really feel that in my heart, we've come into this world with that intention but it was just a matter of time till we finally um became our authentic self correct and i'm a late bloomer (laughs) a bit of a late bloomer
1: (laughs) but i'll tell you what i got slammed right into it
0: (laughs) in a good way (laughs) i know you did (laughs) you just needed a little push (laughs) yeah i I got a big push Because I remember looking at you and saying that you, you know, you, 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 sh- you have healing abilities, and you had no clue. No, none no whatsoever. Clue. No, you knew way before I did. I, I knew actually. I think when you came to see me the third or fourth time. Wow! And you never told me. You waited. You waited to tell me until I asked you. I yes. said, "May
1: I have learned self healing
0: from and, you?" And and that the thing is that I was told she when she asks you that's when you mentioned to her because we, we needed to help you heal. So, yes. and that's what this this was all about. Yes. And then once you you said, you know, can you teach me? I said, oh, thank you, God. She finally. <laughs> and then, okay. I think within a month and a half, I was healing other people. You yes. taught me how to
1: do that. And then, then it was all history. I mean, it just, just exploded and skyrocketed from there. So when did like all all these miraculous healings? Uh, My first distance healing, actually, that I write about with Grace. And she's the one that that inspired me to write my amazing journey, her story, and then all the other stories uh, I added and they just kept happening. And so I feel that that was my destiny to chronicle and document God's magnificent healing power and and, uh, Jesus, the angels, Mother Mary. Mother Kuan Yin, uh, the saints, the spirit guides, the guides, the Reiki guides, um, the shamans have come, uh, angels have come. Uh, Of course, Mother Mary, Jesus, and God are always with me, protecting me and my client with white light and sending the healing. Um, So this was my my mission to be an emissary for God's power and uh, love and magnificence and benevolence to us.
0: Wow. So he a
1: gift to us.
0: So that was your first chapter It was about grace.
1: Yes, it was about grace. It was it was the longest, most involved um, um, healing because I did multiple healings on grace for not the same thing for each different a different disorder. Um, grace was a, a, a diabetic and as a child, I mean, she suffered complications as an adult. Her kidneys were being damaged by the diabetes. And uh, so she was needing a kidney transplant. And so, um, and these are all distance healings. Okay. Mm Yeah. And that was my first, my first attempt after you certified me was this distance. I'm thinking I've got to help these people. I mean, they're very far away, thousands of miles. I'm like, how am I going to do this? I'm like, I'm going to try distance healing. I didn't know what that was, Mm -hmm. but I, I have a strong desire to help her and her donor, and who was very afraid of the, the pain of the surgery, right? Because donors experience a lot of pain, oh yeah, more so than the recipient. So I scheduled the healing uh, for the donor and before the surgery, and she was very relaxed, the anxiety went away, so she could do the surgery. So after, uh, so in the middle of the surgery, I thought she was done, the donor, and actually she wasn't done. Uh, they delayed the surgery. So I did her healing as she was having surgery.
0: Oh, I didn't know wow.
1: I found this after. So as I'm scanning uh, her, I f- my hand keeps bumping up. I'm like, I could feel a throbbing. And I didn't know what kidney, she, what side she was you know, donating. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So I went on through the healing and then I called the relatives who said, uh, I don't know what side, but we'll find out, right? So sure enough, lo and behold, it was the side that my hand kept Mm -hmm, going up up and down on. And uh, she said when she awoke from the healing, she saw purple, which is divinity, God. She saw it behind her eyes when she woke up from the anesthesia. And then the doctors came over and they said, oh, how's your pain level? She said, well, I don't have any pain. And they go, what? Everybody has pain. And she said, no, I don't. She said, I just have pressure. And they said, well, we've never heard of this before. And she said well i don't have any pain and uh when before the doctors came after she saw the purple she felt this serene energizing and she knew she was being healed going through her body so mm-hmm. she knew she was being healed so then the doctors came and are trying to give her pain stuff and she goes i don't have any pain and so she just recovered with tylenol that was it so then a couple hours later i did the um recipient the one who received the kidney and uh It came an hour before I actually did the healing here um, on this coast. She was on the other coast. It Mm -hmm. came an hour to her before I did the healing. And she uh, was in her room alone, hospital room. And she looked up at the ceiling because she saw something. And she saw these beautiful pinkish purple lights with golden shards coming towards her face. And it entered her body, this energy. Um, Gold, I know is Christ's energy. I'm not exactly sure. I can't find out what the shards mean. I'm trying very, very hard, but I can't find the significance of that yet. But the pinkish purple is very common for me to see always. And so this energy entered her body with the golden shards. She felt like she was being um, protected and healed and a very serene and calm. And all of a sudden she looked down at her arm, which was outstretched. And she saw a lighted wand that was pointed at the end of golden white light. I think she's a golden light. And um, she said it was, it was light into her hand and it, it, you know, she held it out. And um, I didn't have any idea what that was. So I looked it up and it is it called a um, holy scepter. And it signifies alignment with Christ consciousness and spiritual work. And that's what she saw during her first healing. And so she did great so she accepted the kidney and uh, actually, um, it's been oh, it's 10 years, I think it's been 10 years, and she just got an, another new kidney now because that's all it lasts. Um, but anyway, so she went on with her life, and she healed, the donor healed. And then um, it came a point where she um, uh, was told that maybe we should try a pancreas transplant rather than be on all this insulin constantly. <clears throat> so, they put a pancreas, a new pancreas in her. Okay. Wow. So I did a, a healing and her mother said to me before the healing, after the surgery where she received the pancreas, um, her relatives said to me, you know, she's really depressed and I couldn't understand why she would be depressed because she got a new lease on life with a new pancreas and she doesn't need any more insulin. So I said, okay, I'll do the healing. And I did. And during the healing, uh, when we got to the I got to the heart chakra, it took me 20 minutes to clear this depression. Okay, Uh and I'm not understanding why this is there. So I finished the healing. And as soon as I was done, her relative said to me, oh, my gosh, she jumped up. She's not depressed. She washed her hair. She got out of bed. And this is in the hospital. I'm like, "Yay!" So I'm like, but why was why was this happening? So I found out my answer. Two weeks post-op, she sees her surgeon who told her who the donor was for the pancreas. Okay. The donor was a mother who died in childbirth. Oh. So she lost her life and she lost her child.
0: Mm, oh, that's and what. so
1: that energy stuck with, with my client in her heart wow. chakra. And wow. I cleared it. And, and um, okay, so she's going around a couple years, a couple years later, and now her pancreas is starting to reject. So I do another healing, and she feels this huge, warm ball of energy just sitting on her pancreas, and it protected it for a couple more years, it kept it. So a couple years later, after that, um, I find out that she is an ICU, okay, and she's Uh bleeding to death. Okay, so I emergency, I get this healing I and mean, remember this is distance healing far away and I get this thought in my head saying you need to start now like in capitals now okay I was out eating I ran home when I found out I started the healing I couldn't feel any energy this is oh. great so I got scared so I said no just keep going with the healing so I got to the heart chakra and I felt a little bit of energy there So I started praying in earnest more because I was encouraged, okay? Mm -hmm. Started praying, started praying. So I finished the healing the way I always do, the way you taught me. And as I'm balancing the chakras, okay? I'm standing at her feet and I feel this force of wind go through me, come through my head, through my body, through my hands, like a wind tunnel into her. And her chakras started spinning one by one. Wow. Very strong So I felt she was going to live. So I then texted her relative and I said, she's going to be okay. And at that exact same moment, the surgeon came out and said, we saved her. She had lost every drop of blood in her body. She lost every blood pressure, every drop of blood. There was nothing there. That's what I felt. There was nothing there. That's what
0: there. you were feeling, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so they saved her and she remembers asking God to save her. I don't know how she remembers this because she was supposed to be under anesthesia. Mm-hmm. But what happened was the pancreas had ripped apart her colon. It totally ripped it apart. Wow. I think she had have 34 units of blood to replace all the blood that came out of her body. And I think she had, oh, hundreds of stitches to stitch her colon back up. And um, so, she's alive and well. And when she went to her post-op checkup, uh, the, do- uh, the doctor, the surgeon had said to um, her and her relative, he had said, um, uh, he, you, do you have a church or a, a clergy? And they go, no, why? He said, because a miracle happened here. And they looked at him and he said, we lost her. I thought we lost her. That's all he kept saying during the surgery. And he said, he thought, and she said, "Well, we had an energy healing during the surgery, and he stopped for really, really long." And he said, "Well, all I know is that that uh, I thought I lost her."
0: Wow, that is um, getting all like chills yeah. in my body. it,
1: it was incredible because <laughs> she lost every drop of blood. And when you infuse somebody that doesn't have any blood, your capillaries can will collapse, mm-hmm. and that never happened. They replaced everything, and her capillaries were perfect.
0: Wow, that is some miracle.
1: Yeah, I th- yeah, really. And I, I could feel God's energy flowing through the through me in a wind tunnel. And He often comes through nature in wind and fire and things like that. Um, that's His Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And I could feel it going through her chakras, giving her life. Just gave her life.
0: Wow. So that was the, the that was your first story, all about you yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was some story. So that can you uh, tell us another story? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I love to. Actually, I'm looking at my healing cliff right here. Um, uh, my healing table. You are right on it, Barbara. Um, <clears throat> and well, I don't know which one to say. Maybe faith um, uh, is incredible. Let me go to Charity. Charity um, was diagnosed with um, breast cancer, and it was shocking because she was relatively young, and um, so she had a biopsy and it came back her two positive breast cancer. So she asked for healing and uh, her intention was to encapsulate the tumor. Okay. To get rid of all cancer in her lymph nodes. Right. And so we did the healing. We started it. And in the beginning, she said a shaman type spirit came to her. She was like, Whoa, and the shaman started tugging on her tumor and he actually asked her, is this too, diff- too hard, too much? And she said, no. So he went away. So then um, what happened with that healing, he went away and then she said that she heard voices that said, oh no, I, I'm sorry. Then what came next was um, she felt a draining under her lymph, under her arms, especially on the side where the tumor was on her lymph node. She felt like water draining through a sieve. Okay. That's what she felt. And then after that, she felt, or she heard voices saying, trust, don't worry. We're taking care of your condition. Okay. So then she was scheduled for surgery to remove the tumor. So she asked me for a healing the night before. Okay. These are all distance healing. Mm -hmm. So during the healing, she, um, Oh, wait, then she got the, wait, I don't, I I want to say, no, not yet, not yet. So during this healing, she um, saw big feathered wings over her face and she heard the same voices, don't worry, trust. And then she just passed, just uh, went to sleep. Mm -hmm. So then she woke up the next day and had her surgery. The tumor was completely encapsulated. Uh, There was no lymph node involvement and the HER2 positive cancer was reverted to HER2 negative. So she had no more HER2 positive cancer in her tumor. So, but they did find another cancer. So they said, okay, you're not, you no longer have HER2 positive, but you have this other cancer. So we want to do chemo on you for both types. And so it was really strong because they had to go after, even though one was gone, they weren't going to take any chances, Right. right? So she went through chemo very, very strong and she was very, very sick, nauseous, ill. So she asked me for healing. So we did the healing and right after she jumped up and she started unpacking moving boxes. She couldn't get out of bed before the healing. She was so sick. So I'm like, yay. And so then she also developed neuropathy from the strong chemotherapeutic drugs. And so she asked me for another healing and and in that one healing, the neuropathy was permanently gone.
0: Now, why why do you think that these are all like such miracles? Because you know? of God.
1: Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? You know, I, I think because I'm supposed to be His emissary to to be His to, to t- testify t- to His existence and mm-hmm. to His power and to His benevolence um,
0: that He can do anything. Oh yeah, w- without a doubt, anything is possible. I feel
1: right, and all these people have been open with faith to uh, open to the healings, uh, no matter what, if you wanna say faith, they've just been open to the energy. And um, that's really important is that you are open and you, are, you believe that something's going to happen. You believe yeah. in the energy coming through. And I believe that that's my mission is to be his emissary here and to, uh, to, to teach people mm-hmm. that there is this wonderful energy out there that is healing and can do anything for you if you all you have to do is ask
0: yes that that's what i would say all the time all we need to do is ask and it's there yep. for us yep. wow those are two and do you have another story i'd love to hear another story <laughs> yeah, i do i do
1: i, I got to keep you in a little suspense but i do want to talk about faith um faith um happened right after she was recommended to uh uh, uh to um grace's relative recommended faith to me and um Her mom had been suffering from multiple myeloma and was um, uh, depressed and anxious and wasn't able to eat and didn't want to eat, had no appetite. So she said, can you do a healing? And I said, sure. So of course, all of that went away immediately. No depression, no anxiety. She got her appetite back perfect. So a couple months later, I guess uh, she took a turn for the worse, The myeloma, she turned, she was on dialysis in the first healing, but the second healing, she was on daily dialysis. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing the myeloma got worse, but she got severe sepsis. All her organs were shutting down, which I didn't know at that moment. I found out as we were talking about my chapter that all her organs were shutting down and the doctors had prepared the family that, uh, she's not likely to survive. She had pneumonia, she had C. diff in her intestines. She was in a coma on a feeding tube. She was not aware of anything at that point. She was really checking out Barbara uh, from this world. And so I said, okay, a thought in my head said, do a prayer healing. Now, Barbara, I didn't know what a prayer healing was at that point, I was a newbie healer. I just started, I just moved down here to the ocean. I said, okay, we're gonna do a prayer healing, okay? So I asked all the relatives who were there, I said, be in a separate, all, all of you separate, okay? But somebody guard the door so the RNs don't come in, you know, and disturb the healing. So each one had a, had a um, experience, a mystical experience during the healing. And two of the relatives saw my healing clip, which is right outside my window facing the ocean. And uh, one relative saw um, this beautiful white, just white, That's all she felt was white, which is God. She felt serene, peace, and calm. And you know, I did not know that this lady was told, they were told that she was going to die. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And she might not make, most likely not make it. So I had no idea this was happening. And so um, she turned around, she lived, and the doctors, uh, she now walks on the ocean. The doctors call her a walking miracle, um, and
0: she lived. Wow. Yeah, I know, I know. And so you wrote all about these mm-hmm. separate miracles in your book.
1: Yeah, every, yeah, I chronicled the the ones that were, were really super, I mean, they're all beautiful, right? Oh but yeah. But I chronicled the ones that were super duper, like, you know, catch your attention, right?
0: Can you tell us one more?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, this is a good one. hope. Um, and by the way, I, I dedicate this, uh, I, I do all chapters with biblical verses, and it came to my husband when I was writing, I said, I'm dedicating this to the divine, but what should I write? And he said, do this in memory of me. And that's what got me to do all my chapters in biblical, uh, you know, little uh, quotations, because oh, wow. that is the way I was guided to through him, Right. But That's the way it works. People do th- tells oh, you know, they tell that. me things, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, messages I need to hear. So, anyways, here's here comes um, hope. Hope was diagnosed with um, three tumors in her colon. They were too large to be operated on. Okay, so she asked me for a healing because she was really scared to go into chemo and radiation. So when we started the healing, it went. Uh, she felt something being threaded down her throat, and these are all distance, down into her esophagus. Okay, and then she felt a brushing going down from her waist down, okay? So I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means, but anyways, um, so she, um, her anxiety and depression went away. So she started chemo with a really good attitude. So she, she was six weeks um, prior to her surgery. Okay, she had ended chemo six weeks prior to her surgery. So for five weeks, no chemo, and then they imaged her tumors, right? Uh, a week before her surgery, they only shrunk a third. They couldn't really go in except with a robot to get those tumors
0: out.
1: Ooh. So she asked me for healing, and I call her hope because she said she hoped she had a nice healing, and she did. She um, during the healing she felt. Um, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying not to mix up the healings here. Um, oh, this is what she felt. She felt pressure on the exact spot of her tumors in her abdomen. Pressure and a tugging, a tugging. And um, then that was it. She went into surgery, and the doctor came in afterwards with a big smile and said, We could not find your tumors. They were completely shredded into thin threads. All there was was the outline of the tumor. And that was it. And so apparently the, the, the tugging she felt had to, they have must have been in there working on shredding. On shredding it. The tumors, correct. And that's all they said there was. And remember, she had stopped chemo six weeks before. They imaged the tumors a week before surgery to see how they shrunk, which they didn't shrunk by a lot at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, then she had the healing and the doctor came and said, we couldn't find the tumors. Wow. They were gone. And and she's of course she's cancer free. This has been years and years, and she keeps getting her PET, pet scans and she's
0: and everything she's cancer free.
1: But yeah, yeah, they all are.
0: You must be like beyond thrilled. That- uh,
1: yeah, beyond thrilled. I mean, I I just I ask God and I say, Who am I? You know what? <laughs> yeah. Because I, when I went back, I had a lot of concussions. Unfortunately, I've had four so far, and so I had trouble editing, looking at you know my my screen. And uh, when I was going back to start writing again, when I got better, um, I said, "My gosh, wh- who am I? You know, why I don't you know I, I I I couldn't wrap my arms around this."
0: Yeah, because there's such like incredible miracles.
1: Yes, they're 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 like biblical miracles. Yeah, really. yeah
0: exactly. And really, why, why do you think that's happening to you know to you and and to them?
1: Well, I mean, I think I've been anointed. I remember you attuned me, and in one of your sessions, things happened that people would call an anointing by the Holy Spirit, where I would hear uh, languages that I didn't recognize.
0: Mm-hmm. And so do you feel that that at that point is when they gave you like a a, truly a gift? I mean, there's no doubt in my mind, that's a huge gift that, you know, and the thing is, it was there all along, you know, you just had to to have it come out. Yes, through trial
1: by fire. (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: isn't that always though <laughs> yes i think so i think a lot of healers
1: have to go through the trial by fire
0: yeah we do we do but you know we never hurt anybody they're never hurt they're they're always feeling better that that's for yes. sure
1: oh absolutely there's never a
0: doubt never a fear no no and that's why i always say do, do not doubt do not fear just trust Trust.
1: Trust. Trust. And I I, I remember when I'm in trouble, I always remember Barbara saying, trust, trust, (laughs)
0: trust, (laughs) trust in your healing because it's there. It may not be there at that particular moment, but it
1: does come. Correct. It it does come. And, um, And I do have a a wonderful healing uh, that happened, uh, another cancer healing where um, this uh, client had an inoperable uh, mammary lymph nodes. It was a recurrence of breast cancer that was inoperable. And we worked for a couple of healings before the prayer, the big prayer healing I did actually on miracles and healing with you. And um, I requested it. And um, my client had a candle five feet away from her bed, um, at least five feet away on her nightstand from where she was. And during the healing, um, these beautiful rays of light came right onto her her lymph nodes that we were working on. And I did them twice, and twice it came and it corresponded right. to the exact moment that I was working on them. And she felt a burning and a, um, a not, not a burning, you know. Right, it, right. Kill you burning, but she felt a slight burning and a itching sensation on those lymph nodes. And she had her PET scan um, about two months later because we had to wait on it because she had one, too. you know, you can't do them too soon. And uh, the lymph nodes were reverted back to normal in a non-hypermetabolic state and then cancer never returned.
0: Oh, ha, ha, what do they tell you when, uh, I mean, they're probably in shock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like the, the wonder about distance healing,
1: besides I believe it being so powerful, um, is that, um, that you don't see it happening. You have to rely on the client telling you. Mm-hmm. So you can't really make this stuff up. No, You know, my clients will call me and then I always do a pre-consult, pre-healing consult and then a post-healing consult and will either text because I usually fall asleep and some will, you know, be out for a couple of hours, which is good because the healing's taking place. But some don't, some stay awake and then I'll either get a text or a call depending on if they're awake. And um, so I rely totally on the feedback from my client.
0: Cause I'm not there. Now
1: I see things on my end. I see the energies is purple or green, depending on what angels are here and who's here, what divinity is here, or I'll see uh, pure white light bouncing on the off under my hand on my healing table. If I'm doing it at night, um, I'll see the beautiful pink and um, purple. I'll just see plain purple. I'll see, um, you know, um, Raphael is green. Um, again, purple is God, white is God, uh, blue is uh, Michael, I see him. Um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, so this is what I see on mine. And then I'll feel temperature changes, I'll feel electrical uh, tingly, uh, it, just all kinds of things will, I'll feel around me. Mm-hmm. And then my clients will usually feel the tingling, the bubbling, the electricity, uh, or the tugging, or the, the lights coming out, like in this particular one I explained, or uh pressure or, or they'll see
0: they'll see visions too see visions so, so vision. what have you um physically seen the angels come in, yeah. in, in and I, yes
1: i believe i saw um i saw jesus christ come mm-hmm. outside my window at night, um, I, I was ready to go to bed. It was completely dark in, in my house and um, because I was taking my clothes off and leaving them in the laundry. So I didn't want anybody to look at my window. <laughs> but anyways, and I, this is why I saw this bright flash of light, two flashes and it made me look. And then in front of my French doors that face my healing table, I saw this beautiful, beautiful, brilliant white star type. It looked like a star beam with this gold energy radiating from its heart. Wow. Just looking at me. Okay, so then shortly after that, now I'm, you know, I'm kind of a little uncomfortable because I'm not dressed, so I didn't hang around too long. <laughs> but then, um, mm-hmm. same thing happened to me in my bedroom. I'm out of the shower again. I'm out of the shower I'm in my bedroom at night and I have two uh, small windows above my bed. And I, so, some yellow caught my eye and I'm like, wait. And I looked up And again, another star being, but completely yellow, about the same two dimensions by three. Mm -hmm. And I I kept looking at it, covering myself, you know, and I'm like, okay. Uh, And then I went to get my pajamas and it's still there, but it's starting to fade. And I take a picture when I went to get the camera, she disappeared. And I believe it was Archangel um, Uriel. Wow. I really believe that because I've had experiences with her for my next writings um, during the COVID.
0: Yes. Yeah, so uh, you're, writing, you're writing a second book now. I am. Well, yeah. I am, yes, I
1: am. Um, and the third one is going to be, I think the most difficult because it's going to be geared for scientists or lay people who are interested in how energy healing works. So it's going to be geared to scientists and doctors, and it's going to be a lot of physics, but you know, we're all energy and that's what physics tries to deal with oh yeah or or at least quantum physics right so now what is the second book that you're writing about it's it's a visionary journey during COVID
0: oh so you during COVID you actually got visions and uh see you know can you tell us one of the visions or
1: um no not yet because actually (laughs) uh, actually my clients have relayed the visions to me
0: Oh, okay. okay.
1: So, so yes, I, I really really need to to speak to them about it uh, yeah. before I reveal. But I'm think I think it'll be okay. But yeah, uh, once once I do write, I I'd love to be able to talk about it with you because um, that blew my mind too. It was, it's, it's a little different. Um, on the charity one, when we had scheduled her first healing, the one with the uh, the shaman they came mm-hmm. and the angels that came. On the charity one, um, right after we scheduled the healing, I was in my kitchen, which also faces, the, the, I have a church and a cross that faces my healing table and faces my kitchen. I saw a huge bright yellow light at night um, you know, near the church. And I looked up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? It looks like a moon. It was an upside down moon, about a third. You know, how do you have a crescent moon, maybe a quarter to a third? It was pretty big. It was on the stucco below the cross out of the sky i'm like oh my gosh i i didn't know what the heck was happening so i went to my healing room and and i got in that room and i'm looking at the at the, this moon it became it glowed bigger and brighter yellow and i heard a thought in my head that said do not be afraid i'm like yeah right No, <laughs> so i so I went back to the kitchen okay because I'm like what am I going to do with this I don't know what's happening here um so I went back to the kitchen and sure enough the moon flipped back right side up Went, I saw it deliberately go behind the trees next to the church go behind the cross and go down and disappear that happened the night we scheduled charity's healing wow and so things like this, yeah, things things like this have happened. To like
0: happen. So yeah. so during COVID, you did distant healing then on, on clients.
1: Yes, I did distant healing, and then it turned into uh, it turned into a visionary journey where I would use these particular, or God would use uh, these particular, and Jesus would use these two particular clients, one in particular, to uh, transmit these mm-hmm. visions to me. I didn't actually see during this journey;
0: they did oh so they do they have to yeah you need to get their permission and then all in writing wow that's going to be an incredible book
1: I think so because it's yeah (laughs) this whole journey has been incredible it's just really yeah
0: (laughs) and I know you're doing a fourth book for the grandbaby right
1: yeah I'm, I'm planning on it after we get the second and third that that'll be yeah for him yeah how old is the grandbaby now? <laughs> well, he'll be four at the end of May already. Yeah, the pandemic's been, you know, half his life already since he's been two almost. Yeah.
0: Wow. This is an incredible journey for you.
1: Yeah, it's been amazing. And, and I want to write something as a tribute to him because he's my little starseed. And, you know, I think it's going to be about starseed
0: children. Yeah, children are very intuitive and very amazing, aren't they? They see so much.
1: Yes, Did and you. learn
0: so much. Yeah, and,
1: uh, yeah, and because they come from source, they're they're still so close. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, to the spirit world, and um, that's what's so special about them. They're so precious,
0: very much so. Yeah, my uh, uh, two of the grandchildren uh, are now getting into energy healing, and so is my daughter. Oh, that's wonderful. So you know, it's I I say when when they're ready they're ready it, well, it may take a while
1: that's you know, right. but
0: you know when when it happens it happens
1: yeah late bloomer here <laughs> well
0: yeah i mean i but, always had it in me it was just a matter of me in yeah. my 40s finally getting the courage to come out and say this is what i do
1: correct and, and you know it's in your dna so it's in my yeah. dna too and so it usually skips a generation but it's nice to know that your daughters uh,
0: got it too my daughter, and she's now teaching yoga and uh, wants to learn energy healing. And I said, thank you, God. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh.
1: And it's, it's so wonderful that there's people out there that are open, but yet there's people who don't know what energy healing is yet.
0: No. Well, uh, you know, the, the thing is, like I tell a lot of my clients, you need to go to the doctor, you know, to make sure Absolutely. that you don't have something or whatever the case is.
1: Absolutely. But this energy is not healing. Yes, this is no, not a substitute. This mm-hmm. is not a substitute for medical, professional medical treatment advice. You know, this is not a substitute. Always, always seek seek yeah. medical
0: professional advice. Yeah, that's why I tell them, but miracles happen with energy healing. Yes, they do. <laughs> and, and the thing is, it would be truly wonderful if doctors now became open towards it. But mm-hmm. now in the hospitals, you see a lot of the nurses have learned you yes. know, Reiki and healing touch and yes. prana healing. So it, it's getting out there finally. Absolutely. And that's the, that's the purpose of my third one is to get doctors more
1: familiar in the world that they're in, which is uh-huh. science and the physics and the understanding you know, how we're all energy and how this can be transmitted and how we're all connected with atoms. We're all connected through the universe, you know, and our electrons are all, we're all when, when, when something happens here, you know, you can go 3000 miles away, you're still connected. So you're going to affect each other. And that's what I'm trying to explain so that we can get doctors and hospitals and RNs to,
0: to recommend energy healing. So we need a lot more healers in the world. We do. Yep. So do you feel you'll ever be able to teach?
1: Well, I think my writings do that. Um, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what God's plans are for me. You know, every day is a new day. And I never thought I'd have these visionary experiences during COVID. Never. I, you know, I was redirected. Stop your science writing and start this. Oh, because okay. that's what they wanted me to do.
0: They want you so to So I went first. with it. Yeah. Well, I tell you. You're, I have a copy of your book. Thank I've you. had it for quite many years. Okay. Beverly Prokorsky an amazing journey with the divine, a Reiki energy healers firsthand experience with miracles and healings. Let me tell you this, the book itself is, is a miracle. And the healings that are in here are, are unbelievable. I mean, you truly have, with without a doubt, a, a, an incredible gift. Thank you. truly an incredible gift. I mean, when I look back, you know, when we first met and I see you now and I say, wow, it's like her journey is just always changing. Your journey is changing and growing and growing and growing. Your vibration is so high that this is why this is, is all coming to you.
1: Yes, thank you. And thank God. I thank God and his divine beings, his, and his son and Mother Mary and the angels and the shamans and the spirit guides and the Reiki guides, the, the uh, ascended masters. They're all one. They're all one. We're all, we're all light beings,
0: you know? We are light beings and we are all, you know, everything is energy and energy is everything. Yes. I mean, that's all that there is. That's exactly what Albert Einstein said, I believe. I believe. Oh, gee. I think he said that. Oh, wow. I just heard that. So that's what I'm saying. I think he said that. But don't, you
1: know, I might be wrong, but I know he did say something about you can either look at life as everything is a miracle or nothing is a miracle. Uh I know he did say that. Okay. Um, And I like, I choose to look at it as everything is a miracle.
0: I do too. And sometimes we're hit with things that, that, you know, just hit us for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I'm going for surgery next week. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and some people, some of my clients say, wow, how did that happen to you? Well, why wouldn't it happen to me? I mean, I'm human. These things do happen. Yes, we are human. We're
1: just, uh, we have spirit inside of us. I mean, I've had a lot of mishaps and traumas, but yet I'm like the energizing Funny, I just found a pack of energy, humans, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's the good energy. That's what that's what keeps you going. I mean, we yes. all have challenges in life, and we all have despair for whatever reason or other. We're all hurt, but you know, you've got to look to
0: the good. Yes. Yeah. You, know? you have to, because there's so much more good than there is bad. So and really- if we If we allow the bad to take us down, then the good all of a sudden begins to dwindle. Yep. And that, that would be a shame for that to happen. Correct. So I know they can buy you a book on Amazon, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, God, please go on Amazon. Buy this book now. because <laughs> Please. <laughs> this because book it,
1: is unbelievable. I guarantee you it will change your life. If nothing else, it will bring you closer to source and to know that there is a God out there who's the most amazing energy that you could ever, ever imagine.
0: Oh, I know. Trust me. I know. What do I know? (laughs) He saved my life twice. So yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, he
1: came to, uh, to one of our sessions when I was in big trouble, I write about it and uh, you asked who was there and he said, Jesus Christ. And boy, did I need him there then I write
0: about it. Yeah. A lot of things happen. I remember, believe me, I remember.
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, if nothing else, I mean, you will be inspired and amazed. And I hope that you will believe as fervently, even if you have the, what is it, the faith, in the size of a mustard seed. That's all you need, mm-hmm. that little size of a mustard seed.
0: Because then it'll grow and grow and grow. And then you'll truly believe and trust. And yeah, it's just like it's that
1: become. mustard tree that grows and grows and grows from that little seed. That's what happened uh-huh. to me. And it's, it's such a wonderful analogy.
0: Oh, yeah. So where can, my, where can people that want to do distant healing with you get, get a hold of you? Well, they can go on Master Reiki on my Facebook
1: um, page or they can actually email me at amazingjourney1000 at gmail.com.
0: Okay, so we'll have all that information. So it's Master Reiki on, on, mm-hmm. face, on Facebook? it's yes, on my Facebook page profile, Master Reiki,
1: or they can go on amazingjourney1000 um, at gmail.com.
0: Okay. Whew.
1: You can email me that um, or they can ask you and you can, you oh, can. Maybe...
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to put all that information down. Okay. So yeah, for you. Uh, I cannot thank you enough for sharing your gifts with the world.
1: Well, I thank you so much for allowing me to do that, for giving me this wonderful opportunity
0: oh, yeah, to the... talk
1: about my passion,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the things I love the most in the world. hmm including my grandbaby,
0: but <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> but, uh, uh, well, of course we love our grandchildren. You know? But
1: uh, Yes. Uh, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure, a
0: delight, an honor, a privilege. Oh, I thank you so much because it's, uh, I, I, I know it took us a while to finally get together and do this. Um, you know, because between COVID and then me getting the courage to finally do a podcast, I mean, you, know, uh-huh. you know,
1: everything happens for the reason when it's supposed to, that's all you used to tell me, Barbara, things are supposed to happen when they happen.
0: Yes. Yes. It's in, in its own spiritual timing.
1: Correct. And it's, it's, you're like, you're like my grasshopper where they say yes, grasshopper and Confucius. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, Yes, but you're always your advice was sage advice. And I always when I get in a pickle or I'm confused or, you know, in need, I always go back to what you taught me.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you so much. It's, uh, I, it's I'm honored. Believe me.
1: Thank you. So am I. This has no, just I, been it's just a, I mean, you started my journey. You know that you started my journey.
0: And I and knew I, all. I knew all right. along it was just a matter of, you know. When is she going to ask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I, I guess I wasn't ready until I asked. <laughs> yeah, and that's what happens. You know, they say when the student is ready, the teacher appears.
1: Yep, and you were there, and
0: then you just, I mean, it just like, boom. It's like, okay,
1: self-healing, boom. You know, go on to the next step. And it was like, it just, it just wow, it just oh, happened yeah. very quickly.
0: Yeah, because, because it was already there. It was just needed a little push, that's all. So, where can they get a hold of you again? Master Reiki? Master
1: Reiki on face. um, And then Amazing Journey 1000
0: at gmail.com. Okay. And again, I'm going to say one more time go on Amazon and buy this book, My Amazing Journey with the Divine, a Reiki Energy Healer's firsthand experience. With miracles in healing. And see, I have a signed copy. <laughs> <laughs> this is my copy. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Uh-huh. Well, Beverly, I, I cannot thank you enough for coming on today. And uh to my listeners, I hope you heard what you needed to hear. And uh please visit me at motivateyourlife.net and please subscribe to this YouTube channel. The spiritual warrior coach podcast. We're also on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Amazon. We are everywhere. And the past two months, we are now international. We go to so many countries. So uh, a lot of people are finally checking us out. And um, all I can say to everybody, have a beautiful week, you know, filled with love and light. And thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.